Welcome to the Washington Hoop Scene Podcast, presented by Sniper Media Group. We are the scene for all things Washington boys and girls basketball. Recruitment updates, player and coach interviews, and where players' voices are heard. Without further ado, lights, camera, action, let's cut to the scene. All right, what's going on, y'all? This is your host, Eric Brill. Welcome back to the Hoop Scene for episode number five. Yes, episode number five, we're already halfway through season one, and we couldn't do it without your support at home, so thank you for all of that support. Uh, Today we'll be joined by a couple of upcoming seniors, and we'll be discussing expectations for next season, how they've been staying in shape, and more. But first, as always, we have our Sniper Spotlights. This is our chance to show some love to the kids out there. So to start off, we have Charlie Arthur. Uh, Charlie's a 5'10 guard out of Newport High School, who recently committed to Air Force, I was watching some of her film this morning, and I was I was actually surprised to see that she's listed at 5'10", because she's a, a strong athlete uh, with a lot of skill on both sides of the court. Great great range from downtown, good three-point shot, as well as um, some serious skill in the paint, some good footwork, and some good uh, physicality, I think, especially defensively to kind of uh, take on opponents at the rim. Our second spotlight is on Joe Cookson. He's a 6'6 forward out of Seattle Academy. Uh, this last year, he was co-MVP of the league alongside his teammate uh, at Seattle Academy and as well as Seattle Rotary teammate, Leo DeBrule. Joe is an ultra competitor, and he uh, has a versatile skill set. He has the ability to play on the wing as well as inside. Cookson isn't just a stud on the court either. He's also a student athlete and a scholar in the classroom. Uh, really the true definition of a student athlete. Keep doing your thing, Cook. Uh, with the likelihood of the season taking place still uncertain, it made steps towards certainty last week when the WIA announced the modified schedule for all sports next year. With basketball taking place during winter season, it would lose the first two months of the season, which would have been time for non-conference games. Club ball is already essentially canceled, and the regular season for high school ball has been condensed. It'll be interesting to see how schools get out to see these upcoming seniors. All right, joining the show, we have reigning 2A Kinko MVP and scoring leader Devin Warns. What's going on, Devin? Not much. Doing good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, so I want to start off by uh, asking you about your uh, knee injury. So you had a bad knee injury that kept you from playing some of your sophomore year and your whole sophomore summer. Yeah. You came back in one league MVP. Yeah. Um, so could you tell us a little bit about the recovery process and how you came back so strong? Yeah. So in 2018, going into my uh, so like my freshman summer AAU, I uh, tore my ACL, MCL, PCL, two tears of my meniscus. I blew it all out. Um, So I missed my whole um, freshman AAU summer. Um, Rehabbed three times a week. And then right when I got cleared to play around the nine-month mark, I had another little setback. I got hurt again, um, had to go get another MRI, and then – I had to go back to PT and then right about like October of this year, I got cleared to play. And so that was like going right into high school season. And I was really confident in my knee and um, my PT really kept it like strong. And um, I was just able to have a strong season and no, no injuries since then, which has been good. And yeah. Yeah, obviously such a huge challenge to come back from an injury like that. Do you think that there was, um, would you credit any kind of mentality to helping you get through that aside from all the hard physical work that you had to do? Oh, yeah. Um, the mental, my surgeon told me that from day one that the mental recovery was going to be um, much harder than the physical recovery because 
even like when I first got cleared to play, I was just like kind of hesitant. I was like, I didn't want to do it again, but they're like, you know, just the fact that I get to play one more time. Like if, if I do get hurt, then it is what it is, but I just wanted to play again. And that was my mentality. So once I kind of switched that over to just happy to play rather than I don't want to get hurt again, then I was confident and I didn't even think twice while I was playing. Yeah. Did, did you have to change uh, any part of your game to f- get that confidence back on the court? Or are you pretty much playing the same way you always played? No, I was playing the same way I always played. And that's what um, my trainers, because I like to drive a lot. So we kind of started working on like mid-range and pull-ups and stuff. And right when I got in, I just went right back to how I was before and still adding and developing my game more. But I just got stronger and I got better. And yeah. Yeah. How, how much were you looking forward to this summer season, being able to, to continue with that, with your progress? Oh, gosh, this summer season was going to this was like the season that I've been working for since my freshman year. Like this was my season or I was like, I cannot wait till my junior summer season. Like this is going to be it. And just because I lacked like so much exposure. Um, so even since this high school season, like I've worked so hard and became so much better even since then that I had so much confidence in myself like this summer and I saw a lot of opportunities happening this summer but now it's just gonna have to change into like a different perspective instead of like having AAU this season we're gonna have to do different things um, to still get that exposure and still get to where I want to be but I was really looking forward to this season. (laughs) And could you talk a little bit more about that? What what are some of the things that you've been doing to to stay in shape and keep your game sharp during quarantine? Yeah, so I mean, still I still do my PT every day. Um, so I do that. I work out. My dad, he's got a bunch of weights. He got a bench press. We're getting a squat rack. So we've been we've been trying to get big during the quarantine. Um, we've um, been doing a lot of cardio stuff. I'm still training every day. Um, having scrimmages, open gyms, just doing as much as I can to stay active um, and still progressing my game to where it needs to be to where like when the ball is out there, like I'm ready to go. And this quarantine has just helped me become stronger, faster and better. Yeah. And you're in, you know, the same boat with a lot of kids who are putting a lot of uh, a lot of emphasis on this next upcoming high school season. So assuming that we still do get to play in January, what are your Mm -hmm. hopes or your expectations for your final high school season? I have I have really high expectations. Um, I obviously I want really want my team to succeed. We made it to state for the first time in like over twenty years for my school, and so we made it to state this last season, which was a really good accomplishment. And so, um, go going further than that, and we're going to be three A this year, so it's going to be a little tougher, but um, still working hard to getting there and making it past the first round. And then also personal goals, like getting more on the radar and getting recruited and then committing by my senior year. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that. So what 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 do you think you bring to a college team? What can a college coach expect from you if they were to uh, reach out to you and, and give you that offer? Um, they can expect a lot of energy. And I'm a I consider myself a really good leader. I lead by example and voice. And I just... I want the best for my teammates. And so I do everything I can to bring out the best for my teammates, as well as giving it all hundred percent with myself. I feel like if I were go to play on a college team that I would just bring everything I got and just help the team. Yeah. Just 
I'm a good leader to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think having listened to, you know, other, other podcasts and hearing coaches talk, I think that's one thing, um, a lot of athletes don't necessarily consider is some of those intangibles, having a good mental yeah. attitude, um, and being a leader. And I think, you know, maybe, you know, it's horrible to have such a big setback mm-hmm. like that knee injury, but maybe some of that, uh, mentality that you're now bringing to the court is something that can set you aside. A hundred percent. And sitting out that long, I also learned a lot just watching the game from the sideline. And I kind of got to step up and be a little assistant coach to, um, my tree of hope team and then also my liberty team and so i got to lead a couple like timeout talks and pregame talks so that also helped and so i just feel like i have such a more clear vision now and i feel like i'm just more ready now than ever awesome uh well we have uh, one last question before we let you go and just kind of a, a question for fun we want to know who's who's the best or hardest player that you've ever had to guard oh that is a good question. I would say, oh, I know, AZ FUD. AZ FUD was the hardest player I've ever had to guard. It was in Virginia, and Coach Gina was there on the sideline looking at her, and she was a tough player to guard. <laughs> awesome. Hey, well, thank you so much for stopping by today. We look forward to following you this up- upcoming season, and we wish you nothing but the best. All right, thank you so much. Have a good one. Yep, you too. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we get back, we're going to have another 2021 prospect for you guys. At this time, we would like to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Sniper Media Group. They specialize in sports-related content and individual player branding, anything from player highlights to team photo shoots to documentaries. We are here to give the players a voice. Tell your story, young blood. Welcome back. Uh, We're still on the topic of the upcoming season and what that means for our senior class. Before the break, we talked with Devin Warrens of Liberty High School, and now we have yet another special scorer with us from Seattle Academy. 6'3 guard Tasia Singh here with us. Tasia, what's going on, man? I'm doing really good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. So last season, Seattle Academy had the best season in school history, only losing one regular season game and finishing third in state. Could you talk a little bit about the continued growth of SAS and, and uh, how it's become an upcoming powerhouse in Washington? Yeah, yeah. I think I think SAS historically isn't like a big name school. Um, I think like the best finish in the SAS history before was fifth in state. And so I think coming into my freshman year, we had a really strong class of freshmen with Leo, Joe, me, Isaac. Um, and I think every year we've just, we've just been improving and getting better and better. I think this season, obviously, we had the best finish in SAS history, but I don't think any of us were really satisfied. We all felt like we came up short in state, and I think next year we're just really looking to win a state championship. I know we all have that on our mind. It's kind of lit a fire under us for next season. Yes, yeah, so, and how, how are you going to accomplish that, right? You're, you're saying that you and your teammates are obviously all on the same page, wanting to you know build off of the success that you had this year finishing third. So how how do you kind of take that next step to uh, take a run at a state title? Um, I think last season we kind of we kind of came up short. We realized that it really comes down to like little things because obviously we were we were a talented team, but you know just little things like grabbing rebounds at the end of games, getting little stops. Um, you know, like every possession really counts because um, we lost in state last year off of the last second shot and. 
So I think the way we improve on that is just like championships come in the off season and and uh, grinding in the off season, everything working on our games, and then always being locked in in practices and stuff, and not really taking days off, just like doing everything we can um, to achieve that goal. Okay. So let's talk about your game personally. So what what do you think you bring to a championship level team that would make a college coach look at you and say, wow, I need to have this guy on my team? Yeah. um, So first thing, I think think I'm a coachable player. I can do, uh, I'll do like, you know, whatever it really takes to win, whatever the coach asks me to do. And I think what I do best is scoring. I think I'm a dynamic player that can score on all three levels. I think a really good shooter. Um, I got a really good floater game. I also uh, make plays for my teammates and stuff. So I think I'm just like a, a skilled perimeter player that can really just help the offense. Um, and then also, I'm a, I think I'm a good perimeter defender that can help on like both sides of the floor. Obviously, you're in a tough position, as, as a lot of the uh, 2021 athletes are, just having lost out on this opportunity this summer. Um, how much were you looking forward to club ball this summer? Uh, I was I was really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, last season or last summer, I had to I I didn't play AAU. Decided to you know work work on my game, try to improve like uh, my game, work on my development and all that. And then I was kind of like leading up to this summer, getting a chance to compete in AAU and show in front of like college coaches and stuff. And haven't really been able to get a chance to do that. But that being said, I think I've been making the most of uh, the off season just. And the time we've had off, I guess, and and really just continue to get better every single day and prepare for college ball and then uh, next season. Um, let me ask, who who would you compare your game to the most? Um, I think obviously there's not, you know, a lot of skinny players in the in the league, but I think a, a player that I, I kind of play like is Buddy Heald. I think he's a he's a really just like overall good scorer, uh, sneaky athletic. He's, he's not a player that thrives off of making like big plays and like ankle breakers and stuff like that. And, uh, he's not like the fastest, quickest guy on the court, but he, but he really just gets enough space to get a shot off. Just his really good timing, making moves just to get enough space to get by a guy and, and really like get it done and get, make shots. Okay, cool. We're going to we're going to hit you with some uh rapid fire questions. So, I have four questions for you and we're going to try to get your quickest answer. Uh you're going to get your quick answer out or else it's going to be a turnover. Are you ready for these? Ready. Okay. So, who do you think is going to win the NBA championship this year? Celtics. Okay, why? I mean, I think we got the best backcourt or best young backcourt at least. I think we got talent across uh, the board with Tatum, Brown, Hayward. Uh, Kembo, we got Marcus Smart coming off the bench. I don't think there's a lot of dudes that can handle that. Okay, I like it. Uh, next question: Who would you rather have, Giannis or KD? Oh, I'd rather have I'd rather have KD. I think Giannis's biggest flaw is that he thrives inside the paint, and so it'll work. Then you know, in the playoffs or at the end of games, when it really gets time to like lock up, he has difficulty finding a shot. But with KD, it's like when the pressure's on, when defense lock up, it's the same thing. No one can guard him. Okay, same question. Harden or Kyrie? Harden. Harden. Every defense knows what he's going to do when no one's ever been able to stop him. So, Okay, perfect. Last question. Who's the hardest player you've ever had to guard? Um, I'm going to say Leo. Uh, 
I, I go up against him every day in practice and he's always competing and it's not just his skill and talent he's like probably the biggest competitor I know and so like when you're going at him you know he's about to give like you know he's about to like flame you when you're going at him and yeah he's a really good player all right well that's all our questions man thanks for joining us uh good luck with everything this upcoming season stay safe stay healthy yep thank you and that wraps it up for this week's episode of the washington hoop scene podcast we'll see you next time hoopheads